tocándole al balón Zidane. Entrega por la banda para Roberto Carlos. Toca por dentro. Aparece Ronaldo. Apaga el primer disparo. Hola Madridistas, this is the American Madridista Podcast. I'm your host, Dumasani, recording this episode on January 22nd, 2023 from New York City. Real Madrid were away in La Liga today as they faced off with Athletic Bilbao and the Whites put forth a solid and reassuring overall performance as they earned the 2-0 victory. Benzema's first half strike held up to keep Real narrowly ahead until a cruise one-timer in the 90th minute put the contest to bed, and in securing the three points to go up to 41 after 17 matches played, the Whites were able to keep Barca from further widening their three-point advantage at the top of the league table. Angelotti's starting 11 for the match against Athletic Club today consisted of Mendy, Rudiger, Militao, and Nacho at the back, Valverde, Camavinga, and Ceballos in the midfield, and Benzema, Vinicius Jr., and Asensio up front, forming the customary 4-3-3, with Courtois at the back of them all in front of the goal. My first key takeaway from today's match is that Ancelotti's changed midfield lineup with the trio that spearheaded the second-half comeback against Villarreal last Thursday, rewarded the manager for his selection with a solid collective performance that was key in putting Real in control in this game. Both Ceballos and Valverde were good with their ball distribution, picking out players in space on the wings well, while also making simple passes in short spaces that made Real's possession effective. And Camavinga was noticeable in his defensive presence as the holding midfielder, with some good tackles and energetic closing down that kept Athletic from being comfortable with the ball. The impact might not have been as dramatic as it was in the Copa Rimantara last week, but the play of the Valverde, Camavinga, Ceballos midfield was noticeably effective against Athletic today, and as such, a continuation of the improved level of performance that put an end to Real getting dominated in the middle of their formation. I don't think today's starting midfield lineup will ever become Ancelotti's preference so long as Cruz and Modric are still in the squad, let alone whenever Chormany returns to full fitness, but the midfield's play today did reinforce the idea that Ancelotti does have a viable alternative, which will buy more time for the boss to allow his best men to get back to their very best for the matches ahead. My second key takeaway from today's match is that it was a much improved defensive performance by the Whites, which was encouraging to see given the squad's well-documented problems in that area over both this recent shaky spell and the course of the entire season. For the most part, the defensive positioning was good both individually and collectively, particularly in the final third, where cross after cross was either blocked or intercepted in the box, and attacking players were kept from getting into good positions to take aim at the goal. The hosts did break into space a few times, mainly up the right wing, but the Whites recovered well in just about every one of those instances and were hardly threatened on account of those counters. It wasn't until Real began to adopt a more defensive posture and soak up pressure later on in the second half that Athletic grew into becoming more dangerous, and had it been for some better finishing on a couple of occasions, perhaps Real's defensive improvement in this game might have been rendered moot but the silly individual errors and collective disorganization that have combined to cost Real in their recent matches were not anywhere near as prevalent in today's contest. And with the Whites not shooting themselves in the foot in that way, 
they had a much more comfortable time managing what Athletic Club had to offer than what might have been expected going into this game. My third key takeaway from Real Madrid's 2-0 victory over Athletic Club today is that the ongoing saga surrounding Vinny and his attempts to draw fouls had a negative impact on his overall play as he was far from the threatening force attacking the left wing that he's expected to be. It seemed like instead of focusing on using his best attributes to attack space on the wing or run at defenders in order to advance the ball into the final third to create danger, he was far too preoccupied with trying to earn a favorable whistle from the referee whenever a defender got near to him while he had the ball at his feet. Those efforts saw mixed results, but his energy was far too much directed to that cause as opposed to trying to get into the box and either take aim at the goal or set up one of his teammates to do the same. It also often had him in the kind of bickering with the opposition that has marred some of his recent appearances as it not only has made him a target for some of the physical abuse that has seen him become one of the most fouled players in the league, but it also has spurred him into being somewhat retaliatory with his own physical play, which led to a late challenge in this game that saw him get booked. The excellent play of Benzema and the midfield gave him cover for a largely ineffective attacking performance today, but if he is to get back to being at his most dangerous best going forward, he's going to have to stop directing so much of his energy and focus towards winning the battle to draw fouls and just play, as that is much more likely to produce the kind of dynamic attacking football that he's displayed when he's been at his very best this season. And then Ronaldo! Oh! Let's rate the player performances from Real Madrid's 2-0 victory over Athletic Club today. Starting up front, Karim Benzema rated as an 8 for his official man of the match performance. In the first half, his shot from the top left of the box sent the ball high over the goal in the 6th minute. In the 19th minute, he ran onto a nacho cross at the top of the box for a shot that was blocked. And then in the 24th minute, he got onto Asensio's headed pass in the box and volleyed the ball with his left foot to send it inside of the right post for a 1-0 lead. In the second half, he played Vinny into space down the left wing in the 49th minute with a good ball. In the 59th minute, he set up Nacho in the right side of the box for a shot by the right post that was blocked. In the 66th minute, he combined well with Valverde to advance the ball down the right wing. And in the 88th minute, he got his head onto a ball in from Cruz in the box, but sent the ball wide to the left. Vinicius Jr. rated as a 6. In the first half, he did well to dribble past a couple of players on the left wing before playing a through ball forward for Mendy in the 6th minute, and then in the 30th minute, his shot from the top right of the box was easily saved. In the second half, he got onto the end of Benzema's pass on the left wing for a forward run in the 49th minute, but was tackled. In the 57th minute, he won the ball on the left side of the defensive half and then won a foul immediately thereafter. In the 62nd minute, he made a run down the left wing into the attacking half to spearhead a break. And in the 79th minute, he was booked for a late challenge on the left side of the defensive half. He was replaced by Rodrigo in the 83rd minute. Marco Asensio rated as a 7. In the first half, he wasn't able to draw a foul on the right edge of the penalty area in the 20th minute after getting shoved down on his attempted run into the box. But in the 24th minute, he got his head onto Valverde's cross in the left side of the box and flicked the ball back to Benzema for his volley that opened up the scoring. In the 28th minute, he tracked back well to make a good tackle in the left side of the final third to halt a break. In the second half, he did well to intercept the ball near the top of the box in the 53rd minute. 
In the 61st minute, he made a good run on the right wing on the break. And in the 66th minute, he got onto the end of Benzema's through ball in the right side of the box for a shot that sent the ball just past the far post. He was replaced by Luka Modric in the 73rd minute. In the midfield, Fede Valverde rated as a 7. In the first half, he played in a good ball from the right wing in the 24th minute that connected with Asensio in the left side of the box during the build-up to Benzema's game-opening goal. In the 28th minute, he took a shot from well above the box that went well wide of the right post. And in the 32nd minute, he played a good crossfield ball for Benzema on the left wing. In the second half, he had a good touch of the ball to get past the defender on the right wing and make a run into space in the final third in the 55th minute, where he played the ball to Benzema just above the box. In the 66th minute, he and Benzema combined well to advance the ball down the right wing. And in the 90th minute, he made a run without the ball into space on the right wing, where he combined with Rodrigo well during the build-up that led to the Cruz goal. Eduardo Camavinga rated as a 7. In the first half, he won the ball back in the attacking half with a tackle that halted a break in the 8th minute. In the 17th minute, Nico Williams dribbled past him above the right side of the box for a shot that sent the ball wide of the far post. A minute later, he intercepted a pass in the box. In the 38th minute, he made a tackle just above the left side of the box. And in the 43rd minute, he turned the ball over with a bad touch in the attacking half. In the second half, he made a tackle coming from behind to halt an athletic break and concede a corner in the 55th minute. In the 62nd minute, he was booked for a late challenge in the attacking half. In the 66th minute, he intercepted a pass above Madrid's box. In the 80th minute, he cleared a ball right by the left post after a chaotic sequence that followed an athletic corner. And in the 88th minute, he made a good run on the right wing into the attacking half before being fouled. Danny Ceballos rated as a 7. In the first half, he won the ball with a tackle on the left side in the defensive half in the 13th minute. In the 19th minute, he played a good ball from the center of the pitch for Nacho in space on the right wing. In the 32nd minute, he was tackled in the top left corner of the box. And in the 38th minute, he blocked a cross above the right side of the box. In the second half, he most notably made a tackle in the attacking half in the 65th minute that allowed Camavinga to win the loose ball. And in the 82nd minute, he intercepted a pass in the defensive half to spark a counter. He was replaced by Tony Cruz in the 85th minute. In the back, Ferland Mendy rated as a 6. In the first half, he defended Nico Williams well on his run down the right wing to force a touch that sent the ball out of bounds in the third minute. In the sixth minute, he got onto the end of Vinny's through ball on the left wing and got into the box where he picked out Benzema in the top left corner for a shot. In the 22nd minute, Iñaki Williams got past him to get onto the end of a through ball in the right side of the box. And in the 44th minute, he intercepted a pass in the left side of the box. In the second half, he intercepted a ball played down the left wing in the 50th minute. In the 69th minute, he lost track of Nico Williams running into the right side of the box and failed to intercept the ball coming in from across, but he was let off of the hook in that instance when Williams pulled his shot wide of the far post. In the 77th minute, he made a tackle to halt an attacking run and concede a corner. Antonio Rudiger rated as a 7. In the first half, his pass on the left wing in the attacking half was intercepted to spark an athletic break in the 10th minute. In the 13th minute, he blocked a cross from the right wing. In the 21st minute, he intercepted a cross from the right wing. And in the 45th minute, he blocked another cross from the right wing. In the second half, he made a good sliding tackle above the box in the 51st minute. In the 68th minute, he intercepted a cross in front of the goal. 
and in the 75th minute, he intercepted a cross in front of the goal and then blocked the shot in the right side of the box shortly thereafter. Eder Militao rated as a 7. In the first half, he intercepted a cross in front of the goal in the second minute. In the 10th minute, he tracked back to defend Athletic's break down the right wing. In the 33rd minute, he intercepted and cleared a ball in from a cross in front of the goal. And in the 39th minute, he cleared a ball in from a corner. In the second half, he intercepted and cleared another ball in from a cross in the 47th minute. In the 59th minute, he blocked a cross in the left side of the box. And in the 72nd minute, he intercepted a pass above the box. Nacho rated as a 7. In the first half, he intercepted a cross from the right wing in the 15th minute. In the 19th minute, he got onto the end of a Ceballos ball down the right wing and played an across that Benzema met at the top of the box for a shot. And in the 36th minute, he intercepted a cross from the right wing in the box. In the second half, he intercepted a cross in the left side of the box in the 52nd minute. In the 59th minute, he had two shots from close range by the right post, the first one getting blocked and the second one saved. And in the 61st minute, he made an important tackle on Berenger in the left side of the box. As for the substitutes, Luka Modric rated as a 6. He took the place of Marco Asensio in the 73rd minute. Of note, he played a good ball from the right side at the back in the 90th minute that connected with Rodrigo on the left side in the attacking half for a break that eventually led to the Tony Cruz goal. Rodrigo rated as a 7. He replaced Vinicius Jr. in the 83rd minute. In the 90th minute, he got onto a Modric long ball in the left side of the attacking half before cutting inside and playing the ball to Valverde on the right wing. And then once he got the ball back above the right corner of the box, he made a short run inside before picking out Cruz above the box for a shot that put Real up too. Tony Cruz as the final substitute rated as a 7. He replaced Danny Ceballos in the 85th minute. In the 88th minute, his ball in from a free kick connected with Benzema for a header that missed. In the 89th minute, he committed a foul in the defensive half to surrender a dangerous free kick, but in the 90th minute, he ran onto Rodrigo's pass above the box for a one-time shot that sent the ball inside of the right post to make it 2-0 Real. Finally, in front of the goal, Thibaut Courtois rated as a 7. In the first half, he most notably saved the headed shot by Paredes right by the left post in the 10th minute. In the second half, he easily saved the shot that bounced in from above the box in the 60th minute. In the 77th minute, he made a save of a deflected shot from above the box, although he would have been spared by the offside's flag in any case. And in the 87th minute, he caught a ball in from a free kick right in front of the goal. It was a solid overall showing, even if it was unspectacular, by Real Madrid today, as the squad never looked like the vulnerable outfit of some of the previous matches that could be readily had by an eager opponent. And with a quality performance to go along with the winning result, the Whites will have exactly the kind of boost that they could have hoped for going into yet another big contest later this week. Three in the box waiting for the cross and it was Bale! Oh, what about that? What about that from Gareth Bale? Up next for Real Madrid. It will be a Madrid derby in the Copa del Rey quarterfinals as Real will host their city rivals Atletico this upcoming Thursday. Real got the better of Simeone's squad in league play at the Metropolitano back in September, winning 2-1. Currently, Atletico are in the fourth spot in the league table with 31 points after 18 matches played, having won 9, drawn 4, and lost 5. They'll also be heading into the contest on Thursday, riding the wave of two consecutive wins, 
having kept clean sheets in both of those victories, so something will have to give in order for one of these two sides to emerge from the always intense derby clash with a ticket to the Copa semifinals. The next time you all will hear from me on this podcast will be after the Copa quarterfinals match between Real and Atletico on Thursday, so be sure to keep an eye out for a new episode to drop once the final whistle sounds. Until then, as always, Hala Madrid.